All right, welcome to episode 123 with Maddie Poppy, who won American Idol. Look at you. It's funny, I watch you on your Insta stories, and you have where you can't, people can't send comments to you. Look at that. I know, I do. Um, what, did you want to send me a comment? A couple times. Yeah, I wanted to comment on something, but there was no Dang. way to comment. I know. Well, because here's the thing. I, I get so many people that are just like, ha ha. And it's a lot of DMs to go through. Yeah, but what I do is you can have it set up where only your friends, where you can just see their messages. But then if you want to look in and see everybody else's, you can. Is that under message requests? You have a blue check mark, right? Yeah. Okay, you're good. But you're going to have to show me after. Yeah, but the thing is, you, I would, you know, everybody can send you messages instead of just blocking them out. That's yeah, anyway. I know, I know, I know. I'm I need sorry. to, I wanted to look through and see if any like verified people sent me messages, but I don't know how to do that. Is there a way? Yeah. Okay, you're going to have to show me. I'll show me. you after. I can't wait. Has anybody cool reached out to you? Yeah, Brooke White. Remember her from uh, season... I think yeah. she was on Taylor Hicks. Season, she was my favorite. Taylor Hicks was my favorite. Yeah. Oddly. She, Brooke had uh, blonde hair, yep. right? Country. Yep. Yeah, piano, piano kind of thing. Uh, she did. Um, i trying to think. There were a couple of other people from Idol, but I can't. Anybody that's not from Idol go, hey, I saw you on the show and I thought you were pretty cool. Um... Oh, man, I sound like a loser. I can't think Listen, of anybody off the top of my head. That's all right. <laughs> I'm a loser. Loser, recognize loser. Yeah, you got, You seem busy. You seem like... I am. You seem like every time I look, you're somewhere else doing something else. I am. It's like everything's like hitting me all at once. You know, it's great, but it's like so overwhelming. You know, I feel like I can't really give like 100% to anything because it's like so much happening at once. The last time, last time I saw you was uh, the finale and that was it. And then you just kind of disappeared into the abyss of winning American Idol. So I, what I wonder really is what happens after the show because you win. And, and by the way, if you go check the interviews, I did a lot of press and I said, if they're voting based on who performed the best, Maddie Poppy should win. And I said that. That's why I said. <laughs> well, thank you. And you won. And I thought it was fantastic. Thank you. Uh, you got me in a little bit of trouble though. You was a, is a, very, is a very touching message. I really, I really thought the message you wrote on Instagram was, was very kind. Oh. But when you said I told you that, I, I did tell you you're my favorite. Oh. But you're not supposed to say that. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I guess I'm just real. I just want to be honest. Who, who yelled at you? I got yelled at twice, so listen <gasps> to this. First of all, no one yelled. No one yelled. They oh. screamed. No, no they were, everybody was cool, but they were like, ooh, you shouldn't tell people. But I was like, I want to be real and tell people how I really feel about them. And, yeah. I, and Maddie was my favorite of all the contestants. Stylistically, I didn't know you at first, but your music, I thought this is the person that I'm drawn to. She's really mm -hmm. good, and I love how she sounds. And then when we were doing interviews for the final episode, they had told me that you and Caleb were dating. Mm -hmm. They had even said, hey, you can poke around a little bit and see if they'll talk about it, which Caleb was okay about it, but you were like, eh, I don't know. So I, I knew. I'd, I'd been told to talk about it. So I tweet, hey, guess what? They're dating, and they're in the top two. My phone blew up from Idol going, take it down. And I was like, what? Take it down. And as soon as I took it down, three minutes later, you get, they announced it on TV. Oh, no like way. Like three minutes oh, later. Cause, okay, because I saw your tweet that said, I told you they were dating. But I was like, when did he say anything about three it? Three minutes prior, didn't they made me take it down. That is funny. Mm -hmm. But I was never told to not talk about it. They, as a matter of no. fact, I was told it's okay to see what they'll say about it. That's okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that wasn't us. We didn't Oh, really no, care. I know. I know. And you know, I don't know care. how anybody didn't suspect it. What do you mean? Did people They not must have just thought it? we were like best friends because we would post pictures all the time with each other, you know, and we were constantly hanging out. Um, like yeah. we, there was one where we like eating, like sitting down at a restaurant. No one ever said like Maddie and Caleb. You know why? Because he's the quintessential central country boy 
and you're the singer songwriter and the two just don't normally go together absolutely no we tell each other that all the time like we're not each other's types like i i would like i would never go for like a country boy and he would never go for someone like me but it just works well look at you two and i know listen i'm happy i'm happy that you're here you look good thanks yeah Do you have a voice? Are you sleeping? Are you going to sing? I actually do have a voice. I'm waiting for like another cold to hit me, you know, but it hasn't yet. You win the show. You look surprised. But then what happens that night? So that night it was crazy. They took us like right off. We did like 30 minutes of press. And then we got into this car and they... uh, Radio Disney was right there. Started filming me then and hasn't stopped filming me. Four first a documentary i think yeah. they're making and um and so um after that we got into a car and we got on the private jet i got to see my family for like five minutes ten you haven't minutes. been home at all no no nope. wow yeah that sucks a little bit it does suck yeah. it does suck yeah and then you go do you get to sleep or do you go start doing press almost immediately in the morning well we flew on the jet and we slept for like six hours or whatever and i didn't realize that it was like happening like right away as we got off the plane i don't know why but i didn't think about it so i took all my makeup off in the plane and then i like we got off the plane they're like okay we're gonna be on good morning america in 30 minutes and i was like what so i like slapped some makeup on quick like had the same hair from the night before and it was like it was a mess we caleb looked great i looked awful but i was just like here we are so you go and you do press all day do you stay in New York for a couple of days? We No, we left New York that day. So in and out. Mm-hmm. But to go where? So they were going to fly Caleb back home and fly me to L.A., but Caleb and I were like not ready to be apart from each other, so he came back to L.A. with me. It was really nice. Also, it's a good story, too, that you guys are together. It makes the story yeah. like, oh, check it out. Yeah. And so I would see why they would keep him around as well. Yeah. Not only for you, because you guys obviously enjoy each other's company, but it's a cooler story. There's multiples and numbers. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, I think the producers have got to be happy with the way that, like, how many curveballs, like, the finale threw at the audience, you know? I just said multiples and numbers. I'm going to be the dumbest statement I've ever said. I, I, <laughs> oh, I didn't I, even I think, catch yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> so, you, do you win straight cash, though? Because I, I read you went $250,000. Is that a real thing or is that, like, built into a contract somehow? I think I win that. I think that I do. Yeah. But I have to set up, like, an account first. So that it can go into there. Do you have a savings account right now? Yes. You do? Did you have it before the show? Yes. Did they teach you how to... Because for me, it was a problem. I come from an absolutely poor background. I don't know anything about money. Mm -hmm. But no one taught me how. I kind of had to learn. Do you have somebody that kind of says, hey, here's what you do a little bit. You put it here. You save it. Do you have someone... Did someone step in from, you know, uh, Fremantle or, or Idol or... You know, no. Product- well, Idol's pretty cheap. They didn't pay us anything. I'm, no, I'm kidding. No, I mean, they gave us per diem, but, like, there was never any, like, excessive amounts of money that we needed to, like, handle. And, no, I guess before, like, you know, I was telling people before I was doing all these little jobs by myself, and now I'm meeting with agencies and, you know, and with a management company and a label. Before, I was recording in my basement, and I was, like, doing, like, spreadsheets of how, you know, how many CDs I had to sell to... Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like setting that up online and, you know, designed all my own merchandise and my website. Um, So I kind of just taught myself how to do it. And I've always been pretty frugal. Like I thrift shop and like I'm always I'm a penny pincher. So I think that helps, too. 
I mean, I don't like go below. I'm not going to go below this $250,000. Not yet. Not yet. Do you worry that you'll lose some of your emo edge if you're not emo anymore? Emo? Yeah, emo doesn't have to be punk, but you, you definitely have an emotional style. Yeah. You're a singer-songwriter. Yeah. That's why I was drawn to your music. And if you can't be sad because you're just covered in money, how do you write sad songs? Oh, no, you can still be sad. Mm. I guarantee, I, I mean, I think, you know, I don't think money defines happiness at all. Not Do yet. you? Not yet. Oh, no. I'm the same. You know? I, but I worry about losing my edge in other ways. Like, yeah. I, I worry that, you know, I, I, I'm too inside the industry at this point. You know, I can't feel what a normal person who just consumes music. And so I have to walk that fine line and separate myself a lot of times because of it. Yeah, that's something that I noticed, too, when I was meeting with people, like, about songs. I was, like, I can still see everything still as, like, an outsider because I am not, like, mm. in this at all, you know, very much. And and so I'm I'm looking at everything as an outsider. And these people in the industry are, like, thinking one way. But I'm, like, I'm looking at it as I, I would, you know, hear it on the radio. And I would think, I hate this. And, you know, this this isn't – I think, yeah, I, want, I don't I, – I know what you mean. I don't ever want to lose that either because – I, you know, I just don't want to get caught up in the system and then let it all change me. The hardest thing is to remain real when everybody else around you is fake. Yeah. So that's why you have to put really real people around you. And it's tough because really real people will tell you when it's real bad. Yeah. And so it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting time for you because, you know, you're going from the girl in Iowa to big TV show. Mm -hmm. Now it's, I mean, I don't even know what you're going to do. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just lucky. You know, I've got like management team now, and um, we have the same management. You know that, right? What's that? We have the same management. I know. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Because I remember, I remember when he met with us, uh, the, my manager Jonathan, when we mm. when we met for Top Twenty Four. Um, they gave us a list of all the people, you know, and I, it was like you, Luke Bryan, and I was like, oh my gosh, how cool would it be to you know get picked up by this management? Because I never thought like winning wasn't ever really even on my radar. I was just like. They said they would pick up other people if they were interested. So I was like, oh, man, I hope that they'd be interested in me. But now they don't have a choice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, what's funny is you, you say you didn't think you would win, and you genuinely did not think you would win. No. The first day we met, you did not. I don't know that you thought you should have been in the top 24, frankly. No, I, I know, because when I, left for, when I left for Hollywood Week, I remember telling my friend, I said to him, like, I just want to make top 24. And he's like, you can totally do that. I was like, I don't think I can. Like, I really did not. I thought, man, that's so many people to beat out. And I didn't know what to expect. Um, yeah. And I just, you know, and the other thing is, is people have so much, so much more experience than me and people, you know, were so much older. I mean, they were like 26 year olds and, um, and I, I was just like, I just was so insecure, you know? And I felt like people, you know, with those big belting voices would come in and do all these runs. And I'm thinking, how am I going to outsing these people? But I think the key was, you know, that I didn't have to outsing them. I think it's more, I think that that actually worked in my favor that I didn't sing like that. It allowed you to be consistently really good. And then at the end, you're great. Thank like, because you. you were consistently really good. I don't know, just speaking honestly, there were nights that I would go, oh, she was by far the most dynamic of the night. You were always up in the top two or three. I was always like, oh, America really likes her. I don't know that they've had enough time to love her yet, but mm -hmm. they will. 
and you said you hung. You just punched <laughs> hard the whole time. And then when it was the final night, like you closed well, hard. You. Yeah. What do you think? So, okay, let me ask you this. What do you think about this new song that you have? Is it a little too pop for you? You know, I, I mean, I think, I think it's, I, I mean, when I first heard it, I was like, you know, there's enough pop to play on pop radio, but it's still got kind of my thing, you know? Um, but I, I love the song, but it is so freaking hard to sing. Oh, it is. That it makes me like, I, I mean, I love it, but I, I don't love singing it live because it's so hard to sing. Here's a little bit of going, going, gone. Pretty high, huh? That's pretty high. Super high. Wait till this next note. Right here. It seems like the whole song you're up there. Like mm-hmm. the whole song. Yeah. It doesn't like it doesn't sound like it'd be very hard. But man, it's hard to sing. I, I can never hit that note live. I'll be totally honest. Do you play it more stripped down? Just take the guitar way out? more. Yeah, yeah, but and that's slower. more your style anyway, though. Yeah, and I and I take it slower too. Otherwise, I can't hit that. You know, but it is it is that's the most pop I ever want to be. I'll tell you that because I know that when that song came out, it's a great song. But I read a lot of comments that were like, "Oh no, the industry got a hold of Maddie. Maddie changed her sound." And I, you know, I didn't even take offense to it because I was like, absolute, like absolutely, I understand why people could think that, and I, that's why. You know, I want to get more music out. That's more me soon so that people know, you know, I'm still going to stay true to who I am. But, uh, but I mean, it, it is a great song. It's a wonderful song. It's a, it's a, when I heard it for you, I thought, well, that's a really good song. I don't know if that's her song, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's a really good song. Yeah. Did, did, uh, did somebody write that? Did Julia Michaels write that Julia one? Julia Michaels. the one that she was on? Yep. Yeah. She co-wrote that. Mm-hmm. And she sang the demo and it was so much to live up to. That happens in town a lot where... There are some songwriters that just don't want to be artists because mm-hmm. there's a lot of travel and it's mm-hmm. grueling to start out. So these songwriters like Hillary Lindsay, they sing as better or better than the artist. Mm-hmm. And so the artist will get the work tape and go, I can't sing this. I know. You know, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, that was so much to live up to. And the other thing was that, um, you know, I think the writer of the song was the producer who was recording it with me and. And I think that they loved her version so much because it was perfect. I was like, why doesn't she just release this song? It's really good. Um, but it was so good that like um, I had to, you know, like every, he wanted me to sing it exactly like her, um, which I mean, I still think they should like release her version too. But like. Uh, they call that demo-itis when someone hears yeah. the demo and they want it to stay like mm-hmm, the demo. Mm-hmm. I think you did a fantastic job. I just wondered what you thought about it now as you've separated yeah. a bit from it. Yeah, well, thank you, yeah. but it's yeah, it's it's super hard to sing. Let me uh, talk about LifeLock for a second. Ooh, check this out. The FBI released a report citing internet crime complaints with losses over $1.4 billion from the 300,000 complaints received by their Internet Crime Complaint Center in 2017. The top two crimes reported were non-payment, non-delivery, and personal data breaches. So it's just people trying to get your identity. So that's what it is. And it's mostly because of human and technical weaknesses. That's what they target. That's what these people trying to steal your information do. There's so many threats in today's digital world. Good thing that new LifeLock identity theft protection now includes the power of Norton security for added protection. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to help protect against identity theft, like your info for sale on the dark web. Norton helps protect against online threats like ransomware. 
you have a problem, their agents work to fix it. No one can stop every cyber threat or prevent all identity theft, but new LifeLock with Norton Security can uncover threats that you might otherwise miss. Join now, get, an, get your first year an additional 10% off with a low price of $7.99 a month plus applicable taxes. LifeLock.com, promo code BONES. LifeLock.com, promo code BONES. Okay, so your Instagram followers have jumped. That's, mm-hmm. that's been pretty cool, huh? Super cool. How many do you remember having before the show started? Okay, so I remember it was terrifying because I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is all based on followers. And then people got started. Oh, you get, mean the voting of the show? I thought it was. It. And then people got started getting cut who had like hundreds. I mean, no, like thousands, tens of thousands more than me. And I was like, oh, maybe it's not all about followers, you know, uh, because I had the lowest following of like any of the top 14 at the beginning. Because I remember, um, you know, it, we we had announced like, or we knew who the top 14 was when auditions were starting to air. And so I, I, you know, my, my audition got like a minute and everybody else in the top 14 got like five minutes. Cause I looked at it on YouTube and it was like, they got this big story and it was just my half of my song. And so I, I had like 1500 followers before the show started. And then I jumped after my audition to maybe like 3000 Everybody else, like I remember Mara, um, like Katie, they all jumped to like 20,000 right after their audition. And I'm thinking, there's no way I'm going to last, you know? And I thought, man, that's kind of unfair that I only got a minute and they got five minutes, um, you know, because we're on the top 14. Um, And I remember there's a picture that I took. uh, I think it was the beginning of Hollywood week. I said, I'll shave both sides of my head if I get to 10,000 by this weekend. And I knew it would never happen. And I never, I didn't. I got to like 9,000 some. But like I had to beg for 10,000 followers when everybody else in the competition was at like 30, 40,000. And I was like, there's no way I even have a chance because look at all these people who have followers. And then I couldn't even believe how the voting, you know, and I still think um, near the end, I think in the top five, I might have had like the second to lowest followers on like all my social media. And so I just can't believe I pulled it off. I guess it's not, you know, but then you think about it. And it's like teen girls are on Instagram and stuff. And me. Yeah, teen and girls you. and me. And yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went from 1,500 to I think I, you had uh, 369,000 or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? Crazy. You know what's funny to me is I went into the show and they were like, hey, come to the show. We, you know, mentor. And I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. And so I had never been a part of American Idol before except watching. And I was a big fan for the first seven or eight seasons. Mm-hmm. And I, I waned off a bit, and I didn't watch the last few seasons at all. Me too. And so I was like, yeah, I'd love to go back. I love uh, Trish, who runs uh, Fremantle. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, and Luke is a friend of mine. And so I went, but in the back of my head, I thought, hmm, the producers probably pick all these people. Like, they probably moved the people. I really thought that for television, that there would be this grand conspiracy theory just to get the best people up for TV. I had so many yeah. conspiracies. Oh, yeah, me too. But I'm going to tell you, it was so legit. I know. It was so legitimate that even I was shocked. It was legitimate from the point where the three judges put people through. Completely legit. I'd pull Luke aside and say, what's happening here? Are you guys really picking? Are they telling you? He's like, Bobby, we pick our own. And I would talk to the people. And then when the voting started, it was legitimate. So the numbers were so real that I was shocked. No, I know. I had so... I had so many conspiracies. I would go around telling people, like, I know this is true. I know that they do this. And it's all, I think it was all in my head. I was very wrong. 
I was so I was wrong. so wrong about it. It's so funny yeah. though because yeah, no, I agree because everything on TV is fake. Everything on TV is made for TV. Mm-hmm. So as long as you know it's all TV, it's not fake. It's television. Yeah. And so I just thought it was a television show, but they stayed. They stayed so true that I was surprised. No, I agree. Because I try not to, not to be fooled. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, being on the show, I was like, "There's got to be." You know, we were always like watching the producers real close. Like, what? What's you know what's going on? And but did you care more about the judges or the producers? The producers. Yeah. For sure. Why is that? Because I thought they were in control of everything. Mm. I literally thought. Um, you know, just by things you would hear people say backstage and, um, you know, Hollywood week, the producers come in front of the judges and look at all, you know, and approve like who they're, who the judges are going to cut or whatever. And so I always thought, oh, there's no way, you know, the, the producers are picking everything. And, and I thought, oh, the judges have these sheets in front of them. I'm sure they say like, put this person through, cut mm-hmm. this person. And, and so I always cared about the, you know, the, because I, I was thinking, you know, the producers know what makes a good t- TV show. That's why they're producers of a TV exactly. show. Exactly. Yeah. And they know everybody's stories. Um, but the judges, you know, the judges aren't producer, aren't, aren't putting this out for ratings. The producers are. So I was always trying to please the producers over everybody. Like I would, like I remember for Top 50, it wasn't aired, but I sang me and Bobby McGee. Well, oh yeah, you weren't there yet. Okay. But, um, but like I went into the producers and they didn't like it. And I was freaking out because I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm done. The producers are like, man, I'm done. Exactly. And so I was like, I have to please them, you know. Um, Such an old soul, though. To go sing Janis Joplin. Yeah, I wish they would have aired it, you but, know. But the fact they did it means you can still play it. And even, True. you know, you won't want to do a lot of covers, at least for a while, because you just did a lot of covers. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the hardest thing when leaving one of these shows, because I have a lot of friends that have won American Idol or been in the top two or three. Lauren Elena. I saw Scotty McCurry today. Um so, you know, you want to get away from singing other people's songs because you feel like that's how you got here. Now you have to shake that. Yeah. Make your own voice. But the cool thing about that is you can do that in two or three years and cut the Janis Joplin song if you love it. Yeah. And it's cool again. Yeah. I never even thought about that. Or do you feel the pressure now to not do anything except your own, and by your own uh, original music? Because obviously you didn't write this single, but it's not a song that everybody knows. It can be your song. Yeah, no, right now I'm like so excited to um to write more and and just to record, you know, my own stuff because this song's great, but it's so I I've never released anything that I didn't write. You know, I released like an EP that was seven songs and I wrote all of them myself and did everything. And so I could feel it more, you know, when I was performing it. It's like and I could tell the story why I wrote the song, but with this song I really don't have a story to tell, you know, and I don't I can't really, I mean, I can relate with it because it's kind of like my life, like how I got up and left and kind of pursued this dream. But, you know, it's not my words. Did your music sell whenever you went on Idol? Yeah. Yeah, it actually did. It's from, like, I can't even stand to listen to it because it was from, it's from two years ago. But, um, yeah, I'm selling a lot of CDs. My parents are back home, like, shipping them out and stuff. Really? Good. Yeah, and they're, they're on iTunes, too. Like, when my um, my PayPal or whatever, when the, the iTunes, like, it skyrocketed. Like, so uh, iTunes pays your PayPal? Yes. And you made some good money off that? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Is this song, the one you did, the original you did in the finale, Don't Ever Let Your Children Grow Up? Mm-hmm. That's the name of it, right? Yeah. Um, is this song on that record? Yes. Oh, you had to make a killing then off yeah. this one, right? Yeah. We were just so young. 
can't I can't stand to hear it. If, here's the thing, because I, I, I have a new book coming out in a week and a half, and I write about this. If I ever listen to something that I've done a year or two years ago mm-hmm. or farther, and I'm not embarrassed of it, it means I'm not growing. Yeah. You should always be embarrassed of the stuff that you've done. That's like a good, that's like, a, I've never heard it put that way. And then when you are, have the realization that, oh, this is normal because I feel like I'm going in a different direction. I'm growing a bit. So mm-hmm. it's okay to feel that way. And because you're doing that, that's good. That's growth. Yeah. Because you're moving. Yeah, no. Like I, I look back and I didn't do that. You know that flip I do with my voice? I, I couldn't even barely do that. And I remember that's the first time when my dad and I were recording that in the basement. Um, I I did that like flip thing with my voice accidentally. Uh, that, uh, um, yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, we should have no, you know, the flip or whatever. That's what I just did. Exactly. Like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> So, so I did that when we were recording and dad's like, whoa, that was cool. How'd you do that? I was like, I don't know. So that's like how I started doing that. And that was the beginning of it. And wow, I don't like listening to that. <laughs> that's good though. Yeah. But you're, are you playing that song though? When you play? Yes. You have to. I do because I got to sell those CDs. And it's your song. <laughs> it's a, yeah. it's a your song and it's had exposure. And I've got a story, you know, I have a whole story behind that song. So how's home feel? Are they happy for you? So happy for yeah. me. I, I mean, I haven't, you know, been home since the hometown visit. I'm sure it'll be a lot different because, you know, they're just not cameras. You know, it's not like a big thing anymore. But, um, but yeah, I'm really excited to get home and see my friends and family and just my dog. I haven't seen my dog since like April. Really? Yeah. Do you have people that really weren't your friends? It's not kind of your friends, but not really. Mm-hmm. Kind of, but be like, oh, what up, best friend? Yeah, it's hey, buddy. Good, good, good to see oh, you. Oh, it's interesting, and family and family members yeah. too that all of a sudden want to be want to be part of everything again. And it's, I had a lot of cousins that I never knew when I first started to make it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hey, we're cousins. I just looked at uh, twenty three and me. We're like yeah. ninth cousins. What up? <laughs> I know, and it's like, no, you know, everyone knows what you're doing, but it's also funny because at the very beginning of the season, um, nobody thought there were you know there were people who definitely thought I couldn't even make it past the first round and I, I found online they had liked some comments that were like again that and you know they had written some bad like rude things like oh Maddie you know you, you should have went to school with her she was a constantly singing it was so annoying I'm so glad I moved away <laughs> like this girl wrote this and all a bunch of her friends liked it well then a bunch of those friends ended up in my in my messages saying like congratulations Maddie and I'm just like open not reply <laughs> So I'm like, yeah. I, I know. It's like, like when you win the lottery. I see everything. There's people that win the lottery and all of a sudden, you know, all the family members are. Yeah. Hey. People, people yeah. think they're being like discreet about this and I see everything. So what are you going to do from here musically? Because here's the question that comes to me the most. What, where, where does she go? Like, what is she going to do? What, what format for lack of a better term? Because I'm not a big believer in formats except for the business side of it. Yeah. Meaning, you know, even what I do. And I'm on, you know, 120 country radio stations. I'm not the most country guy. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Arkansas, but look at me. I'm a nerd. You know? <laughs> so I'm, I'm one that believes you can cross all the genres. I play yeah. hip hop on my country morning show. Mm-hmm. So I'm not the person to tell you you have to pick a genre, but everyone else is going to say you, you have to pick a genre, a format yes. to actually distribute your music. So where does that fall for you? Do you know yet? You know, well, this is crazy, first of all, because I remember before before auditions had or no it was like in the middle i was still at home and someone had tweeted like oh my gosh bobby bones just mentioned you on his radio show and i listened to it i was like no way and now i'm here 
that's that's kind of cool. <laughs> at my house i know i'm like what the like heck? bffs now what is this? anyways um no but i think for the genre thing i kind of want to be i mean i don't want to be pop i know that don't want to be pop but, well, okay let me ask you a question about that because pop only means popular like think about the word pop, pop. what the heck is that really true yeah, it's pop means popular. That's what that. that okay, yes. I thought you're a very smart person. I am so smart. You don't assign pop with just Britney Spears. That's what I've always done. Okay, I'm saying modern pop, kind of. Okay, the modern pop sounds. Don't want that. Don't ever want to have to play with a track. Don't ever want dancers on my stage. Okay, dancers are one thing. I think you're giving tracks a bad name. I can't. No, but I'm going to tell you why. Only because. I have some friends that are fantastic artists that I believe the computer is also an instrument at this point. Mm. I really do. Now, I'm a singer-songwriter fan first and foremost, yes. and I've had to be converted. But I do believe the computer is an instrument. I know it can add, but I can't do it. Okay, you I can't, can't now. do it. You, I'm sorry. You, I'm going to have to disagree. Love it that you disagree. Always <laughs> disagree, too. I love that. Because you've always disagreed. You've always agreed. I like your opinions. Now, okay, so you're not pop, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. But pop, right now, pop's hip-hop. I know. Pop's Adele. Pop, yeah. pop just means popular. Yeah. So you have to eliminate, I'm not going to be pop. You can say, I'm not going to play tracks. I'm not going to put 21 Savage on my song. Like, you can say all that. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I when I write, it like comes out like Ingrid Michaelson, Regina Spector kind of feel. Yeah. I wish I could write more like Brandi Carlisle. Um, do, you know, but, do you know how you write more like Brandi Carlisle? You write with people that write with Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They, yeah. So, um, I mean, but here's the thing. I mean, I feel like usually I would feel like lost in a time like this, but I have such good people around me. Like I'm, I've got like a manager now and you know, I'm with this label and everyone around me, I was really scared. Like, um, you know what, you know, if I was scared, people were going to try and change me. Um, and of course, you know, they pitch me songs that are, are, are pop and I'm like, eh, that's not really me, but they're cool with it, you know? And, and everyone is really supportive of like who I want to be and what I want to do. And so who do you want to be? What do you want to do though? I mean, I want to continue to do exactly what I was doing on the show. I mean, cause just, I want to be true to myself. And even if that means, you know, I, I don't want to do everything for like just the money. Oh, this song's going to be a hit. So you got to record it, you know? And I believe you, and here's the truth of it. There's not going to be a lot of money mm-hmm. if that's what you're doing. Yeah, I know. And so if you find your passion and you work toward it and you work hard, the money might come. Worst case scenario is you don't make any money, but you still do what you love. Exactly. That's worst case scenario. Exactly. So as long as you know, we're also in the land of streaming, which means people are finding different audiences just by going, let me check this playlist. Mm-hmm. Let me, so there is more for an artist like you now. It's slower. Yeah. It's slower. I am someone who would find your music and go, oh, this is my jam. I'm going to go watch. She's coming to yeah. town. I'm going to go watch. Yeah. Like, that's what I would do. But it's different than when you get put on the radio. Like, bam. Yeah. Boom. It's, uh, Post Malone had one song selling at arenas. Absolutely. He puts out a record now. It's great. But I, as, long, as long as you're consistent, if that's really mm-hmm. how you feel, they're going to people tell you, Yo, yeah, you got to change. Yeah, no, I get that. I totally get that because I know – that's not what's going to be on pop radio. And that's, you know, but I mean, I love people like Sarah Bareilles and Brandy Carlisle and they're not on pop radio, but that is my they music. Were. I yeah. played Sarah Bareilles all the time, but that's like my music that I listen to. Mm-hmm. And I know that people will love 
you know. I mean, obviously, they loved me enough to yeah, yeah, yeah. vote Listen, me through. You I, know, I think you're great. I think you're the, you're the singer songwriter person that when I take a bath, put the <laughs> candles on. Put my singer songwriters on. Yikes! And just play my songs. You know what I mean? Just play my songs. I'm I'm a big fan. Um, okay, so you have you don't have an answer yet. Of what, what you're defined as? No, but I want to be everything. Yeah, when you try to be everything, you're nothing to anyone. I know. So you don't have to. You don't have to pick now. I just wanted to because yeah. everybody's asking me. I just want to answer. I'm just gonna try. I'm just gonna do what I like. Yeah. That's my answer. Okay. I'll accept whatever answer you give me. I'm just telling you, I'm getting beat up about it. I need an answer. <laughs> They're like, what's Maddie doing? I don't know. I haven't talked to her. I tried to hit her on Instagram. She don't reply to my messages because she <laughs> doesn't accept messages. So, well, listen, I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Like, genuinely, I'm happy. Thank I think you. you're a great artist to win it because I think it sets the culture for people that watch the show to go, oh, Maddie Poppy won. And she's a singer-songwriter, and I can go be a singer-songwriter on that show. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a strong thing. And I was never the obvious front runner, you no, know? Oh, yeah. I don't think you were the front and runner. And so I think that's really cool, too, is that I was never who anyone expected to win. I didn't ever think that I could win this because... You didn't think you were going to win the top three. Like, you genuinely exactly. looked me in the eyes. You were like, I, I, listen, I made top three. What can I even wish for? Yeah. And I believed you, and I don't believe anybody. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying is, is like, I was never... Like the number one yeah. thing anybody was talking about. Yeah, no, I've never been the number one so, anything. I've just so been crying. Right, Mike D? I know. Anything, <laughs> anything you want to ask Maddie before we, we split away? I mean, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Like <laughs> like a whole, was it, how long was it, the whole American Idol process? When did you guys start, like so, in the last year? So I started October 4th. Oh, she knows. Yeah. And, um... And then I, no, I mean, I started August 29th at my initial audition. Then September 11th was my second audition. And then October 4th was my judge round. And then January 21st was the first day of Hollywood week. And then March 3rd, we got, or March 4th, we got sent home. April 9th, we came back out here and I have not been back since. Since April 9th. How do you know all those dates? Is that just a thing for you? I don't know. That's weird. I just do. I just remember like, cause I remember like getting the email saying, this is the day you're coming back. And like, that was just the day that I remember, I guess. And plus I met Caleb the first week of Hollywood oh, week. There we go. There it is. And, and like, I remember like January 21st is when I like first. Where are you going to move? Are you going to, cause you can live in Nashville and not be country. Yeah. It's just singer songwriter galore. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the songwriters here aren't country. They, they just help country artists. So, yeah. I mean, I, I like LA enough, but I mean, even just being here for like the past like five hours, people have been so it's nice. Music everywhere, all the I time. I mean, and just yeah, I feel like nice. it's more of like a Midwest feel here. And you're closer to home. Way closer to home. Yeah. Like I could, you know, and I don't, I don't know. There's just something about here. It's a great town. It's cool. Now, this is not my hometown. Yeah. But it's a great town, especially for people that like to make real music. Mm-hmm not find a melody then write the words later like oh we got the melody we have a hit we'll worry about the words later that yeah. happens a lot in in the la rights that doesn't happen here mm-hmm. but I, i'm proud of you Thank I'm, gonna, you. I'm gonna see you're gonna do my radio this is, people listen this months later but you're doing <laughs> my radio show tomorrow then we're doing a deal with luke then we're we've got like four days that we're gonna be doing things I'm together pumped. we'll like we'll like it's new every time we'll be like yeah yeah. But really, we'll be like, oh. Haven't seen you in months. Six hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maddie Poppy, episode 123. Thanks to LifeLock. Listen, let me say this. Download or stream. Don't ever let your children grow up. Because that's where Maddie's going to make a couple cents. 
Yeah, and, I need some money, guys. And merch. And yeah. MaddiePoppy.com. Ma- yes, MaddiePoppy.com. M-A-D-D-I-E-P-O-P-P-E. P-O-P-P-E. Every time they called you Maddie Pope, just reading that name a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh, everybody. I know. I know. All right, Maddie Poppy, episode 123. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.